0: Good afternoon, everybody, and uh, welcome. Uh, We bless you and we thank you for having joined us this morning and uh, this afternoon as we continue with our service. We are going to be doing things a little bit different today. I was going to share a few thoughts, and then we have uh, some guests with us from uh, another part of the world. But let me just uh, start off by uh, just sharing what's on my heart as far as... uh, what I believe the Lord is speaking to us these days. We are members, and we do this quite often, when we're having communion, we remember that we are members of a broader body. We're members of a family that is multi-generational, that is from many generations not just living today, but from generations in the past, And uh, we recognize and we talk about this when we're having communion that our relationship and our connection at the time that we have communion goes a lot deeper than just who is in the room having communion with us. So, a lot of times we talk about these things, we talk about the fact that we join in the act of communion. We enter into oneness in the act of communion. And that's why Paul warns us, and uh, in the book of Corinthians he reminds us, that we should not take communion in an unworthy manner. And he says that if there are divisions among you, if there is sin among you, because what happens in the act of communion, we're actually stepping into And declaring that we are one with one another. That my life is totally affected by your life. And your life is totally affected by my life. What I... Okay, give me one second. I think we need to resolve a problem here. Thank you. I think, surely you're unmuted now, and you're good. Okay, thank you very much. We're running a little bit on uh, a summer staff today and in the back end, and uh, all our crew is down to just a few of us here. A lot of people are on summer vacation, so uh, we're running a little bit, juggling a whole bunch of different responsibilities on the back end, so forgive us for that. So I was just saying, for the sake of... The translation, and for those that are listening in in Farsi, I was just sharing that when we come to the moment of sharing the communion together, we are actually declaring our oneness and our interdependence with one another all through history, not just with the people in the room, and all across the globe. We've said these things. But somehow, when we say them, and it's just us in the room, it sounds like a nice thing to say, but sometimes we don't really absorb the full meaning of those things. So Paul, in First Corinthians, warns us. And he says, that's why there are many of you that are sick and have fallen asleep. Because you do not recognize the body of Christ. So, The body of Christ is a global body. And he talks to us and he says to us that when there is one member that's rejoicing in the body of Christ, we all rejoice. When there is one member who is hurting, we all hurt. So there's there's moments that that becomes alive in our experience and we begin to feel it in depths beyond our imagination. We've experienced it many times. For example, for many years we've been praying for certain individuals with certain issues that they have been struggling with. I'm not talking about necessarily sin, I'm talking about all kinds of different things. For example, Roya has been applying for many years to gain her Canadian status. And she had gone through many different applications. We have struggled with her we have felt the pain with her and then one day she texts us and she said i had a hearing today and everything went well and i was accepted i am now a resident of canada as opposed to just a refugee at that point the whole church burst out we all rejoiced we saw the same thing with some of the others that have struggled with the same thing whether it's Elham or, or Elahe or, or others that we have been or we've been fighting for freedom for certain issues this is just immigration issues but we've been fighting for some families to have babies and we've seen babies born and we've rejoiced. We have seen other situations where somebody has passed away like when Pastor John passed away and we had the the funeral with just nine other people and myself, and the pain that that causes us to feel when nobody else can be there to honor Him for all His life of ministry and His love for the Lord. These are moments that we feel pinched in our hearts. But last week, we experienced something totally different. We had been talking and we had been sharing and I shared with you a couple of weeks ago about Isaiah 19 and, and we had Peter with us from Armenia and Shushan and we've been talking a lot about Isaiah 19 and what the Lord is doing all across that region of the world from Egypt to Assyria and I shared with you that Assyria is not just the old little kingdom of Assyria that is in North Iraq but it's actually that whole region. When Isaiah saw that prophecy, Isaiah saw the kingdom or the empire of Assyria all the way from Turkey on the far northwest through to Georgia, through to Armenia, through to Azerbaijan, through to Iran, through to Iraq, Jordan, Lebanon, Israel, and Egypt. The empire of Assyria covered all of that land. So when he prophesies and says that in that day... There will be a visitation from Egypt to Assyria. And the Egyptians will worship with the Assyrians. And then he says that the Assyrians will also visit the Egyptians and worship with them. And then he goes on and he says, And in that day Israel will be the third, and together there will be a highway of righteousness. And this highway will be the cause of a great blessing in the midst of the earth. Take some time this week and open up Isaiah and read chapter 19. Isaiah chapter 19 is a word about the shaking of Egypt as a nation, but it ends with this prophetic word. That in that day, there will be a highway, and the Egyptians will worship with the Assyrians, and the Assyrians with the Egyptians, just what I said. And Israel will be a third, a righteous highway, a blessing in the midst of the earth. Now we know that region, to be more painful, or to be more in pain, and also to be more painful to the world, in the last hundreds of years, the conflict between Israel and the rest of the Arab nations around it, including Egypt and Lebanon and Syria and Jordan, we've seen pain there for many, many years. So we can't imagine what it would be like that that region becomes a blessing in the midst of all the earth, for all the nations. But there is something that happens in the midst of history when we step into biblical prophecy to a fulfillment to a certain degree. And I'm careful with my words here. When we step into a biblical prophetic fulfillment to a degree we are experiencing something fresh and something very different than what our history has been. So what I'm saying is that we are in a day today that we are part of what Isaiah prophesied to be in that day. I'm not saying that this is the fullness of that day, because we have yet to see the fullness of that day. But we are experiencing a fuller expression today than any other time in history of what it means for Egyptians, Assyrians, and Israelis to worship together and there be a highway of righteousness and blessing in the midst of all the earth. So, last week ago, Thursday, on the 30th of July, we had a gathering. We called it Isaiah, or, or Highway 19, straight from Isaiah chapter 19. And in that gathering, there were internationals, there were Egyptians. Many people from the old Assyria, Lebanese, Jordanian, Iraqi, Iranian. Sholeh was with us and she was translating for four hours. For four hours she was just non-stop translating all of the dis- different speakers. And there was about 250 listeners or watchers listening to the Farsi interpretation. That's besides all the other languages. So we have to thank God for for Sholeh, and for the way that the Lord has raised her up among us to be an effective instrument to get the message out in the language of the Farsi-speaking people because that message was being interpreted and heard all across the globe, including Iran. So we have to pray for her protection, that the Lord would keep her, protect her. We bless her, that she would be an instrument for His glory all throughout. So as we've been doing all of this, we had a debrief on Tuesday. And in the middle of that debrief, about an hour into it, we were just listening to each other and preparing for another gathering this coming Thursday called uh, Highway 19 Part 2 that will focus on Egypt and Assyria because last time the focus was on Israel. So I invite you, go to watchman.org and tune in. Next Thursday morning at 8 a.m. our time. And join us as we delve deeper to see how the Lord is opening up this highway so that there is blessing across the nations of the earth. But about an hour and eight minutes into our call, one of the gentlemen from uh, Lebanon stopped the meeting and says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt. There was an explosion. This gentleman is from Beirut. His name is Homer. And he's part of a church in Beirut. And then all of a sudden we switched over and we had Cosette with us. Cosette is on the call with us. Her and Gabby, they're gonna join us on screen in a, in a minute now. But Gabby Elawad and Cosette Elawad are uh, a couple that have been ministering in Lebanon for many, many years. Themselves, Gabby's brothers, Gabby's brother Shadi, pastors a church that you can see him, one of his sons, spiritual sons there. Thomas, wave your hand. And uh, Thomas has uh, come from Lebanon, from Shadi's congregation, and joined us here in Toronto. And we're blessed to have you, Thomas. Gabby, I don't, I don't see you on camera just yet. Uh, if you can turn your camera on, there you are. And uh, Gabby and uh, Cosette, we welcome you. We are so glad that you're able to join us today. Can we get some audio from them, Aaron? There we go, Gabby. We're just asking you to unmute and join me on the on the screen here. I
1: am all here with you. <laughs> thank
0: you, thank you, Gabby and Cosette. Uh, we love you. I met Gabby a number of years you. ago. Marhaba, keep calm.
1: Good, Allah, uh, habibi.
0: Habibi, I had met Gabby many years ago in in some meetings in Egypt, and uh, as we started to talk about Isaiah 19. Gabby says, why don't you come to Lebanon? I will introduce you to some Armenian pastors. And uh, the first trip I took to Lebanon was with Aaron. And Gabby was just so hospitable. He was like Mr. Lebanon, but to the 10th or 100th degree. His hospitality, Cosette's hospitality, was just uh, an outpouring of love. And we got to know them and their girls and their family in such a beautiful way and uh i wanted to just welcome you to join us as you join us here today uh, thank you habibi thank you we feel we feel privileged to be with you thank you thank you you guys have been under a lot this last week yeah maybe you can just uh i mean we've all seen videos online we've seen the explosion we saw it live on the call as uh you were in the car driving ...as you are now, and Cosette, you were at home with Analia. And uh, all of a sudden we stopped and we started to see things from Nihad's phone and others' phones... ...as things were happening live, and that affected us. And the rest of us had seen it on television or internet. But uh, we just wanted to take a few moments and have you share with us uh, what you're going through... ...what it means to Lebanon and what it means to you as pastors... And uh, personally, what it means to you, what's going on, and how we can stand with you in prayer and, and practically as well, and uh, what we can do as uh, members of the same body that we're going to have communion together shortly. But how can we have communion if we're not feeling what you're feeling, and how we are not, how we need to connect? So take some time and uh, share with us. I know that. Uh, you're juggling quite a bit, so we don't want to keep you here too long. But take whatever time you feel, and uh, take uh, just share your heart with us.
1: No, we we're, will we're find, uh, Pastor. Thank you first for uh, having us with you. It's a privilege, really. I mean, we love you so much, guys. Your family is our family. We know. You. I mean, I still dream one day I'll come and visit you alive, me and my family, and get to know you closer. Uh, get to know your church and your family closer um you know uh honey we did not we were not surprised although i look so surprised when this happened but we're not surprised with what's going on in lebanon um when when this blast happened i mean this is the the um the largest thing happened to lebanon in the last eight months uh when the blast happened as you said you we were on the phone me personally i was like four or five kilometers away and uh, I was waiting in the streets, waiting for someone. As usual, I'm in a car. I'm sorry, I'm in a car now again. Okay? People think that we live in a car, but well, we don't. Sometimes we live in a house.
0: <laughs> but I was in
1: a car, and the car was shaking because we did not hear the blast. We, we, I saw the car shaking, and, uh, and the clouds were moving so fast. My first impression is Jesus is coming back. Or, uh, this, is, this is the comeback of Jesus, seriously. And then my second impression when I saw the the smoke and the mushroom, I thought, well, maybe we were nuked down with a bomb. Anyway, so I'm saying this because uh, we, the Lord almost 18 months ago started talking to us, speaking to us about he is coming to shake our nation. He is coming to shake Lebanon. And his shaking is totally different than what we think. It's not a negative shaking. It's a shaking to to wake us up and to... So we, we take our, if I can say, the position or the place where uh, we, he wants us as, as, as a church in Lebanon to be in. And the Lord starts speaking to us from Isaiah 60, uh, verse 1, rise and shine, uh, you know, because the light of those there will be darkness, thick darkness over the world, but on you uh, there will be light. And the, and, then, and then the verse that comes after that says that even, even um, the, the, the nations will come and walk, in your life, so our light will be like a, a saving light, if I can say. And uh, so, and since then, the Lord starts speaking to us. I want you, Church, to know that whatever would come, all the pain that will come that you might experience in the coming days, you should know that on you there will be there will be glory, there will be light. You're not going to be under that same, if I can say, uh, event that's happening in, in 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 around you. So, since last October, the shaking started.
0: It Started economically
1: first. And then we had the COVID nineteen. Of course, everybody in the world <laughs> they had that. But we have we had COVID nineteen with a very weak, uh, 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 with a lot of corruption, a very weak uh, uh, health system. And then now we had this last, the second largest bomb in the history of human humankind after Hiroshima, and and um, the amount of of destruction, the amount of uh, the shock that we had is, is I mean, is uh, unbearable. But what I want to say here that, and there's something I was sharing this morning in our church, that what this bomb brought that is more dangerous than the death and the, the casualties is the spirit of death that is all over the country. We feel the spirit of death is coming over, over Lebanon. We feel that, uh, you know, the people are so depressed. We feel like people, just, they just want to leave. We feel it. We could see it yesterday night. We went down in the streets near, near the blast and we were praying in those destroyed areas. I mean, it took us 30 years back because I was in the war in Lebanon. I know how this area was completely devastated and it's back to that time. It brought a lot of back memories, you know, bad memories and back memories. But at the same time, I could feel, we could sense the spirit of death. And we were both of us, I don't know if you remember those cars that we had in Jordan. With the king and priest, the, the scarf that uh, that was given to us by Ahmad and Shireen, yeah, we had them, both of us, just because and we and they a- and, and a- a- also, you know, our our oldest daughter. So we were praying as priests and kings, and we were proclaiming that uh, uh this. Is what next? I want to say that we believe, like there is a bride will come out from Lebanon, and this bride, mm-hmm. uh, you know, has uh, uh, when when it will when it will come out when it rise from Lebanon. There is something that will happen in the worldwide. And we, I truly feel, because when, when the Lord starts speaking to me about that, I, I thought, Lord, we are just a small country. I mean, why Lebanon? I mean, no, no one, not, it, I mean, even people from outside Lebanon, when I, when I go, for, for example, to the States or, and I say, I'm from Lebanon, they would say, what is that? And even if you want to write Lebanon on the map of Lebanon, you cannot, they normally write it over the, 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 the Mediterranean Sea because it, it can't even fit Lebanon. And I would say, Lord, it's a very small country. Why Lebanon? And then the Lord spoke to me clearly. That was a month ago. So Gabby, you know, Bethlehem was was a very small uh, uh, city, and I, I chose Bethlehem to, to start something from there. So we truly believe, because I'm now 50 years old, and I don't, honestly, I don't even remember a day that we didn't have uh, an event in Lebanon during my 50 years old. All the war, all the uh, chaos, all the, you know, problems. And I truly believe that Satan is so scared from something that will start from Lebanon. So suddenly the Lord just opened our eyes of, of the importance of, this, uh, of the church role in Lebanon. And since then, we, we see things differently. We are not under that spirit. You know, we see God, if I can say, blueprint, uh, God, what God is doing, uh, what God is planning. And so we see it in different eyes. So we are very excited. Although there's a lot of death, a lot of, of devastation. People are so angry. But we feel like, no, we, we should be, in, we, we shouldn't see it this way. We should see what God is doing. And at the same time, we, we can say that God really is shining over us, His glory and His light in the midst of all this darkness. I can give you a testimony so of most of people that I know, especially like if I can talk more about our family, not me and my cousin, but when I talk about the church, because the church, we call church family, our family, they all have the same you know uh, if i can say uh, experience you know we we can sleep at night we feel peace we know that god is taking care of us although the economy is really we've never they, they were talking last month they were talking about n- n- never ever in the history that a country in this area that reached this this uh, uh they, they had this kind of collapse in economy you know the 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 the, the currency lost 80% of its uh, uh, value and uh, you know, chains are closing, restaurants are closing, malls are closing. Big companies are leaving the country. Uh, no one is helping. And really, you can see for the first time we know that there is poverty in Lebanon. Although Lebanese all the time, they're so proud of themselves. You know, we this is one of the things that we struggle with that we are rich. We know not rich, but we know we know how to live. We know how to spend. Now we don't even have the money to spend. And then we start as a church moving. Uh, among those needy people. And you know, we just give boxes with food and we can tell how much people are with tears. You know I'm talking about? People are very well educated, not, you know, they were never poor before, but suddenly whatever they make, I mean, someone can make $4,000 a month and suddenly he's making only $400 a month or $500 a month, which is not even uh, a, a, a week, uh, uh, you know, not. It, it was, I mean, it's less than a week you can live with $500 in lemon because it's very expensive. So with all of that, we feel like as a church, we have a big role to play, to be really the light, to be really a place where, because there is a lot of darkness, you know, when you're in darkness, there's a lot of fear, you don't know your direction. So we believe that God wants us to be the light where people can come and run and feel safe because they feel the light, because we are, uh, we are, you know, if I can say, we are um, uh, mirroring the light of God. I don't know the word in, in English, English. Uh, if you can reflecting, reflecting the, the 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 glory of God and the light of God, and just uh, last week as a church we were studying Revelation one, two, and three, and in Revelation one there is a verse that says, oh, the seven lamps, and it says those seven lamps are the seven churches, but what 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 really I mean, it spoke to us clearly that in the midst of those seven lamps there is the Son of Man he is the one who makes those seven lamps light you know shine and his glory is that makes those seven lamps you know uh, have light and and be uh, and be able to be lamps, three lamps so we feel like this is although there's a lot of pressure i mean we're not trying to play the hero's uh, role we many times we feel so sometimes we feel like down you know many times we have all these attacks we can feel the pressure of the country i've never Never ever, I've been through the 15 years of war in Lebanon, I don't know exactly how how hard it was, but it was never like these days. These days the pressure is so high, the amount of depressed people is so high, the amount of people who want to immigrate is so high. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of devastation, people are just angry, 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 you can see that. But at the same time, uh, I mean, we always try to uh, make we make sure that we are, you know, covered by his blood, just in his presence all the time just to, to be able to uh, play or do whatever God called us through these days. And thank God for the church worldwide because, I mean, since Tuesday until now, uh, literally, I mean, over, 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 I don't know, maybe 3,000 messages coming from different friends from all around the world just to say that we're praying for you, we're standing with you. And we thank God for this beautiful family of God around the world, as he said, uh uh honey uh, that you know when coming together in the communion because we we are part of of a big family you know i i really feel now talking to you guys although we're talking i in we're in 11 you're in canada but i feel we're family you know we're connected in a way we are one in a way i feel safe because i know that people like you are praying for us and willing to stand for us when we when we fail or when we are when we're tired and same time we're here and ready anytime for you, for you guys, if you want to lean on someone you can lean on us, we will pray for you and stand with you so uh, I think that's uh, i don't know because that has something to say, but this is you know this is how we feel, and we want to really thank you for allowing us to be with you guys
0: we're so we're so grateful to have you with us. I know you're extremely busy with uh, like you say, you're living in the car because you're just from one place to the other, from one person to the other, and you're just constantly serving. Uh, Cosette, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but you're such a mother with a mother's heart. And uh, just when you speak, I mean, Gabby, we, we love you, but there's something different about Cosette. When she speaks, there's something that comes and there's a piece that sort of releases. Uh, Cosette, maybe just share your heart. You were live on screen, uh, with us on the, uh, Isaiah 19 chat or call and Analia was with you and, uh, you just spoke, uh, your heart right after what things, uh, after the explosion. Help us, uh, understand a little bit more of what you were carrying. I don't think many people were, uh, other than myself from the church were on that call. Sylvain and I were there. But, uh, what you released spoke such hope spoke uh, resurrection, spoke life, spoke all kinds of uh, destiny over uh, Lebanon and over that whole region. Uh, just release what's in your heart and what the Lord has is, is giving you. I know that uh, what Gabby was sharing about the spirit of death being over the land, but there are people, yourselves and others in the body of Christ, that have been placed there for this time, to be the instrument of God's grace and mercy and hope. Just share your heart.
2: Can I uh, speak in Arabic and Gabby will translate?
0: Sure, Uh, feel free, absolutely.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: When we're on the call call, uh, together with the family, that I love so much
2: uh, you know from all
1: from all regions from all the region, from all the uh,
2: nations and
1: suddenly we had that blast
2: so the the
1: sound was so big, although we I was born with the war in Lebanon, and lived all the war. Uh, time in lebanon
2: uh, we've, we've
1: never we've never heard uh, at last uh, that sound that way in our
2: lives
1: and the kids were crying and and, and screaming they have
2: three daughters on
1: so, and I had to leave the meeting because I wanted to see what's wrong with the kids and just make sure that they are
2: okay.
1: And while the kids were crying and the laptop was open in front of me and I could see the whole family in front of
2: me. So I was
1: trying to calm the my kids and say, do not be afraid, look, the whole family are praying with us, look at them.
2: And when
1: the kids were okay, I went back to the meeting.
2: So I was looking
1: at the faces of the, my brothers and sisters there and who were in shock. And we were just listening to the news to know what was that
2: so in that minute
1: when when all this ugliness was happening in lebanon that we did not even know what was it exactly
2: so i felt as a uh,
1: as a reaction on what uh, whatever satan is trying to do
2: but that they all feed the album and ho I felt
1: I need to share all the amount of love that I have in my heart especially to this family in, in the world and in the
2: Middle East صار, and I
1: just wanted to tell them that whatever happened whoever is behind that
2: blast
1: the love that is between us as a family
2: من من is, is,
1: is much, much stronger even from the sound of that
2: blast.
1: I know that it was not a coincidence that the family was with us uh, on the call during that time.
2: شيء,
1: First of all, we felt secure that we're not alone and someone is there with us
2: and at the
1: same time as if the Lord wanted the whole family to feel and experience whatever we are feeling and experiencing
2: يعني, uh,
1: I know exactly what does it mean to be one family with one heart
2: and
1: so with all those brothers and sisters whenever we used to meet uh, even though we were coming from different places far away places but even for the first time when we meet even for the first time I, I really feel like we're family really they are my brothers and sisters like we have the same blood
2: and I feel like when we are together we one, especially
1: with what's happening in the Middle East and with, with Isaiah
2: 19 there
1: is strength in this
2: family
1: there is strength and power when we lift up our
2: hands
1: when we kneel
2: when
1: we express our love for each
2: other
1: there is love that would shake
2: the whole land I
1: feel like there is no limit of what we can do when we are all together uh, one
2: uh, in one hand. <سؤال> With <سؤال> With one one. hand.
1: Although we have a lot of political problems in in the
2: Middle East,
1: but as a a family just being together in the Isaiah
2: 19 Mm. we will
1: be the light in this region as Gabby was
2: saying. Even though we see all
1: this uh, sadness and all this darkness and all this, you know, depression with our neighbors and
2: friends, we feel we're not
1: going to be alone. We will be light and there are people surrounding us
2: from all over. Maybe
1: for the first time, uh, we feel, you know, we're not alone.
2: So I want
1: to thank God for our family from around the world.
2: And
1: I know that there is a great plan for Lebanon and there will be a beautiful bride coming out of Lebanon.
2: And I'm
1: saying to the, to the church now, to, to all those who are seeing us, that we are your family in Lebanon.
2: Even though we are uh, little,
1: we are, we are very, you know, we have a small country,
2: but
1: we know how to love.
2: And we're
1: here uh, for you.
2: And thank
1: you for all your prayers and everything you're doing.
0: Thank you uh, so much, Cosette. Uh, we just love your heart. And uh, just the way that you share, just the way that you... Uh, are speaking such life in the midst of so much that's negative that's all around you. Uh, I remember when we first met, uh, just your uh, posture before the Lord, your worship. I remember the first time I met you was actually when we were together there for uh, that initial Isaiah 19 Assyria meeting, and we were at the hotel together in the basement in the uh, Uh, in the meeting room, and you were just quietly hiding in the back worshiping, and you reminded me so much of Silva, and just the way that, and I spoke to you about that, and just, uh, your heart for the Lord. And, uh, I see just the glory of God all over you, and just the way that you are confident, the way that you're, you're, it's clear that you have a strength inside of you that doesn't come because of the situation that you're facing. And you're a testimony to each one of us. Uh, we're not with you on the ground in Lebanon to see and to feel and to, to understand the fullness of what you're walking through. Uh, but you give us a different perspective than what we see in the news. It's not to say mm. that what's in the news is not real. But you guys are walking out heaven on earth. And we're so honored to, to call you brother and sister and family. Uh, I've asked a couple of people uh, from Lebanon who have grown up in Lebanon to maybe take a few minutes uh, Salpi I've, uh, I think you're ready to, to jump in here I'm going to spotlight you and uh, uh, maybe you can just uh, you grew up in Beirut you came to Canada when you were young uh, you have a lot of memories you had that box full of shells that you brought with you and I'm not talking seashells uh, that you brought with you from Beirut so anyway I'll, I'll pass it to you and you can Maybe just share your heart and your prayer.
3: Okay, I think I'm unmuted now. I am so happy to meet you, see you again, Gabby and Cosette. Um, I was born in Lebanon, and actually um, I was born in Karantina, which is, which is the neighborhood of where um, the blast happened right by the port. So last night we were looking at the map and the devastation, and um, and I was telling my husband how Lebanon is um, so resilient. Somehow God has put His finger on Lebanon, and He will not let Lebanon be devastated. He will restore and redeem. And I love seeing your hearts because you are your hearts with the Lord is what going to bring. Uh, about the beautiful bride in in Lebanon. Um, and I was praying this morning, and um, uh, the Lord took me to Isaiah 52 for Lebanon. And um, I was praying and declaring, and I want to agree with you and declare over you and with you, that uh, says, Isaiah 52 says, awake, awake, says O Zion. But I was praying, awake, awake, O Lebanon. Close yourself with strength. Put on the garments of splendor. And then down it says, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, that faith to your God reigns." So I just want to pray over you. I want to pray with you. I want to declare that the church in Lebanon has beautiful feet. I want to declare over Lebanon, over the church of Lebanon, over the bride, our family in Lebanon, that your feet are beautiful, that where you step, you release the redemption of the Lord. You bring restoration of the Lord. You bring purity and the holiness of the Lord, that you bring um, the captives back, that you speak words of life. That you uh, bring release to captives, you bring you open the doors of those who sit in in uh, in bondages, in cells, in prisons, and that when you speak, when the church speaks, that um, the captives are being released, that the um, the depressed are uh, coming into the joy of the Lord. That I want to declare over you that the fa- the family of God is winning the family of god is being clothed with thunder the family of god is being clothed with strength so i declare renewing of strength over you i release a renewing of hope of joy over you that the church is flourishing in the midst of devastation that the church is bringing hope and is taking captives back i declare that the heart of lebanon is aligning with the heart of the lord I declare that everything that is in, in the mountains of Lebanon, in the high places, in the spiritual places, are now being um, redeemed and restored, and that the heart of Lebanon is returning back to her. I'm being reminded of the mo- movie Maona, mo- or is it Maona? Um, uh, you know the one where the, the, the heart of the, the mountain was taken by uh, by an evil spirit, but I'm being reminded that the heart of Lebanon is now being put back into Lebanon. So I want to declare that over you, that in everything you do, I release the protection of the Lord, the favor of the Lord, the open doors of the Lord, the peace of the Lord, and that all that you do, you will prosper. All that you do, the name of the Lord will be glorified. The Lord will be seen. The Lord will be highlighted, that many will come into the arms of the Lord in the name of Jesus and the Lord will release and send to you and to the family in Lebanon and to the nation of Lebanon help from unseen places from unknown places I declare that there will be many because the Lord's attention is on you because the Lord has seen your faithfulness that you will be filled with um, with the resources that are necessary with the finances that are necessary and I declare it increase into Lebanon by the power of the name, by the power of the blood of Jesus, because of the beauty of his church um, that shines in the darkness. And I declare that your light will be bright. You will shine. You will shine. And many will come. Many will come to your light. So I bless you in Jesus' name. I bless you in Jesus' name. I bless you in Jesus' name.
4: Okay, yeah, so um, it's good it, it to see you Pastor Gabby and Professor um, and all the family uh, today. Um, I was born and raised in Lebanon for 25 years, and since two years ago I came to Canada. So, um, and I don't remember um, not one meeting in in, in our church, about last Church, with Pastor Shaddy, uh, his brother of Pastor Gabby that he mentioned Lebanon. So every time, every meeting, uh, we're praying for Lebanon, or hearts for Lebanon, so um, there were like a lot of uh, prayers went out to the Lord, to the throne room of God, about Lebanon. And Lebanon um, really uh, plays a uh, very strategic, you know, uh, uh, on, uh, on 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 timeline of God in the Middle East. So it's a very strategic country, and that's why the devil is always attacking this country. And, uh, Pastor Teddy was always, you know, uh, very in, in, uh, uh, by faith that Lebanon is the lighthouse to all the surrounding Islamic nations. So that's our faith. And, um, I just encourage our, our, uh, big and, and the pastor, um, you know, uh, and what he's saying. Amen. And, uh, all the church in Lebanon is believing that, uh, the God would come out of Lebanon. And all the ministry and all the life you invest in Lebanon and it's gonna come to pass, and you don't see the truth And um, this is the revival time. And um, I was praying as well for Lebanon, and um, and I felt or as as what you think as the daddy. Uh, Lebanon is very small, um, but the Lord would bring uh, amazing revival from this small county, small nation. And upon this, uh, uh, idea, um, there there's a verse in the Bible in the, in the uh, small prophet, um it says, Lord, uh, have mercy on Israël because he's very small, very weak. So I used to take the word Israël with Lebanon. Lord, uh, have mercy on Lebanon. Have mercy on Lebanon because he's very small and weak. So I pray that the Lord would really, uh, uh, make beauty up out of ashes in Lebanon in the name of Jesus Christ. And I, uh, pray blessings over life and over every other churches, the pastors, the leaders. And now they're on the floor, uh, you know, giving us food and helping people and seeing the streets. All the churches, uh, it's all on, on uh, uh, social media. So it's just a great time of awakening. Uh, it's a great time of restoration. in came up Christ. And I pray that really uh, the Lord fulfills His prophets over Lebanon. And uh, before his great coming, uh, there will be a result in Lebanon, and uh, I'm, I'm missing it because I'm in Canada now. Um, but really, uh, I was reading some of the stories about uh, how uh, uh, my brothers back home in Lebanon uh, was struggling and suffering, and at the same time, they're praying and ministering. So uh, I pray that the Lord would make everything work for good in the name of Jesus Christ, and we will use you, uh, all the leaders, all the pastors in Lebanon in this time of need, in time of restoration um, that could be used mightily um, and still in peace and about the migration you're talking about heavy and i pray that the Lord would really put special people uh, keep them in Lebanon if they have to be in Lebanon to meet the Lord more and more not to go and you know escape from Lebanon but he should to be there invested there and to bring really the there because there are so many souls many new pieces now and there are so many turning to the Lord uh, about what happened now and um it, my heart also broke about this uh, because I used to work on that street and I used to work for four years in this same area that explosion happened. So I was imagining myself over there and really uh it's just uh, it's just devastated, but the Lord is good, uh always good and amen to the Lord is taking things up to uh uh for things to be advanced in the name of this Christ in Lebanon. So God bless you all and um you I'm gonna pass
0: you Thank you. I'm sure you can hear me now, right perfect, Thomas, thank you for your prayers, thank you for your blessings. We agree with them we uh we are standing in the same heart with you and uh together from here with you guys over there in Beirut Gabby, uh Cosette, would you lead us now in communion, please?